0: Hello kids, I am coming again with a new exciting story. Today I am going to tell you a story about one little girl in winter. So come on children, listen to this story with me. The story is going to begin... Most terribly cold it was. It snowed and was nearly quite dark. An evening, the last evening of the year, in this cold and darkness, there went along the street a poor little girl, bareheaded and with naked feet. When she left home, she had slippers on. It is true, but what was the good of that? They were very large slippers which her mother had hitherto worn. So large they were, and the poor little girl lost them as she scuffled away across the street because of two carriages that rolled by dreadfully fast. One slipper was nowhere to be found. The other had been laid hold of by an urchin, and off he ran with it. He thought it would do capitally for a cradle when he some day or other should have children himself. The little maiden walked on her tiny little naked feet, which were quite red and blue from the cold, She carried a number of matches in an old apron, and she held a bundle of them in her hand. Nobody had brought anything of her the whole live-long day. No one had given her a single breathing. She crept along, trembling with cold and hunger. A very picture of sorrow, the poor little thing. The flakes of snow covered her long hair, fair as it was, which fell in beautiful curls around her neck. But that, of course she never once now thought. From all the windows the candles were gleaming, and it smelt so delicious, the roasted goose, for you know it was New Year's Eve. Yes, of that she thought. In a corner found by two houses, of which one advanced more than the other, she seated herself down and cowered together. Her little feet she had drawn close up to her, but she grew colder and colder, and to go home she did not venture for she had not sold any matches and could not bring a farthing of money. From her father she would certainly get blows, and at home it was cold too, for above she had only the roof, through which the wind whistled, even though the largest cracks were stopped up with straws and rags. Her little hands were almost numbered with gold. Oh, a match might afford her a world of comfort, if she only dared take a single one out of the bundle draw it against the wall, and warm her fingers by it. She drew one out. Rish! How it blazed! How it burnt! It was a warm, bright flame like a candle, and she held her hands over it. It was a wonderful light. It seemed really to the little maiden as though she was sitting before a large iron stove, with burnished brass feet and a brass ornament at the top. The fire burned with such blessed influence. It warmed so delightfully. The little girl had already stretched out her feet to warm them too, but the small flame went out, the stove vanished and she had only the remains of a burnt-out match in her hand. She rubbed against another wall. It burned brightly and where the light fell on the wall, it became transparent like a veil so that she could see into the room. On the table was spread a snow-white tablecloth. Upon it was a splendid porcelain service. And the roast goose was steaming fabulously, famously with its stuffing of apple and dried plums. And what was still more capital to behold was, the goose hopped down from the dish, reeled about on the floor with knife and fork in its breast, till it came up to the poor little girl. When the match went out and nothing but the thick, cold, damp wall was left behind, She lit another match. Now there she was sitting under the most magnificent Christmas tree. It was still larger and more decorated than the one which she had seen through the glass door in the rich merchant's house. Thousands of lights were burning on the green branches and gaily coloured pictures, such as she had seen in the shop windows, looked down upon her. The little maiden stretched out her hands towards them when the match went out. The lights of the Christmas tree rose higher and higher. She saw them now as stars in heaven. One fell down and formed a long trail of fire. Someone is just dead," said the little girl for her old grandmother. The only person who had loved her, and who was now no more, had told her that when a star falls, a soul ascends to God. She drew another match against the wall. It was again lit, and in the luster there stood the old grandmother, so bright and radiant, so mild and with such an expression of love. The little one cried, Grandmother, oh, take me with you. You go away when the match burns out. You vanish like the warm stove, like the delicious roast goose, and like the magnificent Christmas tree. She rubbed the whole bundle of matches quickly against the wall, for she wanted to be quite sure of keeping her grandmother near her, and the matches gave her a brilliant light that it was brighter than a noonday. Never formerly had the grandmother been so beautiful and so tall. She took the little maiden on her arm, and both flew in brightness and in joy so high, so very high, and then above was neither cold, nor hunger, nor anxiety. They were with God. But in the corner, at the cold hour of dawn, sat the poor girl with rosy cheeks and with a smiling mouth, leaning against the wall, frozen to death in the last evening of the old year. Stiff and stark sat the child there with her matches, of which one bundle had been burnt. People said she wanted to warm herself. No one had the slightest suspicion of what beautiful thing she had seen. No one even dreamed of the splendor in which, with her grandmother, she had entered on the joys of a new year. Finally, the story ends. Thank you, little ones, for listening to the story. Hey, children, if you want to listen to more exciting stories then don't forget to follow our podcast. We'll come back again with a very enjoyable story. Till then, goodbye kids.